Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful, wonderful Lord. Uh, we're studying First Thessalonians today. We're in chapter 2, verses 17 through 20. Uh, the title of the study is Contagious, because the Thessalonians had contagious faith, contagious love, and contagious hope. Remember, the more real we are, the more contagious we become. Here's a question that we need to answer today. Why is Christian fellowship both an essential and comforting part of being a believer? You know, Paul was a loving guy. He hated being gone from his new brothers and sisters in Christ after having fellowship with them for only three weeks. His heart seemed to be torn out as he, Timothy, and Silas were torn away from Thessalonica by the angry, hateful mob. Paul eagerly tried numerous times to return to his friends, but he was hindered. Why was his desire to be with them so strong? I think it had to do with Paul's mission in life and purpose for getting out of bed every morning. There was no selfish motivation. He lived to see people know Jesus, trust Jesus, love Jesus, and be assured of living eternally with Jesus. That was his joy. So let's look a bit more closely at what was the most motivating force in Paul's life. What, what would make him proud in a good way and excited to see Jesus as he returned to earth? I promise you it was not how good he thought he was. Remember, he viewed himself as the greatest of all sinners, as he wrote in 1 Timothy 1. It was not his religious accomplishments, titles, or rank. We see that in Philippians 3. It was not his good looks or physical abilities, as we read in 2 Corinthians 10. It really had nothing to do with Paul at all but with those God had given him to serve. It was a joyful hope of seeing his young believing friend stand in the presence of Jesus Christ someday. Paul was saying, my joy in life has nothing to do with me. It is you, you guys, those of you who know God, love God, and are willing to live for God for the rest of your lives. You are my pride and my joy. Why do you think Christian fellowship is so essential in our lives today? How important is your consistency in attending and serving in a Bible-believing local church? Why is being a member of a specific Sunday school class or Bible study or small group essential in your daily Christian growth? Paul surrounded himself with godly friends, friends that he could pray with, friends that he could study with, friends that he could laugh with, friends that he could encourage and be encouraged by. Do you want to know the secret that Paul shared with Timothy on how to get closer to God? The secret ingredient that actually helped Timothy flee from youthful passions and pursue righteousness and faith and love and peace, here it is. It's found in the last phrase of 2 Timothy 2.22, with them who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So find some pure-hearted friends, pray with each other, and pray for each other. But don't stop there. One-third of the one another's in the Bible instruct Christians to love each other. Uh, love one another, John 13, Romans 13, 1 Thessalonians 3 and 4, 1 Peter 1, 1 John 3. Number two, through love, serve one another. That's Galatians 5, 13. Number three, tolerate one another in love, Ephesians 4, 2. Number four, greet one another with a kiss of love, 1 Peter 5, 14. Five, be devoted to one another in love, Romans 12, verse 10. The second thing is unity. Another third of the one another's in the Bible deals with unity. Number one, be at peace and accept one another. Mark 9, Romans 15. Don't bite, devour, and consume one another. Galatians 5.15. Don't boastfully challenge or envy one another. Galatians 5.26. 
Be kind, tenderhearted, and forgiving one another. Ephesians 4.32. Seek good for one another and don't repay evil for evil. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Now, there's some other lists about one another's that deal with humility. Um, give preference to one another in honor, Romans 12. Regard one another as important, more important than yourselves, Philippians 2.3. Serve one another, Galatians 5.13. Wash one another's feet, John 13. Don't be haughty. Be of the same mind, Romans 12.16. A mentor is an experienced, trusted counselor or advisor. Many of my personal mentors have been in heaven for many years, but have left me books and commentaries that continue to challenge my heart today. The word mentor can be both a noun and a verb. Everyone could use a wise mentor. Everyone should strive to be a wise mentor. So I have two questions for us. Who is your spiritual mentor? And then who do you mentor? Hey, my time's up. Hope you did enjoy the study today. But remember, today is the day the Lord hath made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. If you want some more help and some of the meditations I have written, you can go to randhumble.com. Or if you want more information on the wilds of New England and the wilds of North Carolina, again, go to the same website. Today's a wonderful day, so I hope that you have a good day.